Hello and thanks for downloading or streaming this podcast from Scarborough Borough Council. We call this one In Conversation With. My name is Andy Carter and I'm joined in our booth today with Gabrielle Janzio. Hi Gabrielle. Hi Andy. Our guest this time is Councillor Steve Siddons, who's the local ward councillor for Weaponess and Ramshill in Scarborough, but is also leader of the council. Steve, welcome to our, our little podcasting booth. And there's a degree of irony there because we are sitting in the world's biggest room, just the three of us, but welcome anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. It's great to be here. We'll be catching up with Steve or another member of our cabinet once a month to find out more about what the council's doing across the borough and an update on activity. And also, the podcast is your chance to ask questions of the leader and his cabinet colleagues. So, you know, if there's a burning issue or query you have, you can send it to us via email. The address is podcasts at scarborough.gov.uk. You can also visit the podcast page on our website, scarborough.gov.uk forward slash podcasts. So we'll put the first set of questions to Steve in the June edition of this podcast. In the meantime, here's what we're going to cover in this recording. We're going to talk about the town's deal projects for Whitby and Scarborough, West Pier in Scarborough, and plans and visions for North Bay. But let's start at the beginning if we can, Steve. You are the leader of the council. Not everyone will understand what that means. So if this, imagine we're doing a job interview with you here. What is your job? Well, my job is to lead the council, as the title says. I have a cabinet, which is made up of six people. Um, some of which are Labour councillors, some of which are independent councillors. And we've formed a broad coalition to lead this council. Uh, This council in 2019 uh, returned no overall control. Uh, And what that actually means is that there isn't a political party which had enough votes to be able to lead the council. So I put my name forward uh, as leader. I was elected by the majority of members and and I formed an administration. And over the last three years, uh, we've made a lot of progress on things that we we are going to talk about in this podcast. We're not going to try and cover off everything we're doing as an organisation today because otherwise we'll be here for most of the day. So we're going to focus on some of those activities. Um, we are recording this podcast in the week that we've had some very significant news about the town's deals projects for both Whitby and Scarborough. We've had confirmation that the business cases for 10 projects have been agreed. And also with that is the funding, which totals well over £37 million. So before we get into the detail, what's your initial reaction to that news we've received just this week? Well, we've been expecting news from from the government. We put our bids in back in late February, early March, uh, business cases, and uh, we expected to find out sometime in June. So it came as a a little bit of a surprise, but it was a a fantastic surprise uh, when I heard on Monday afternoon that the uh, results had come out. We had been awarded the full amount of money and all the projects that we put forward, the 10 projects, have all been approved. So um, I think you, you sit back and think, wow, uh, I didn't really expect that. I hoped we'd do well. I'd seen the projects. I knew we'd put some really good, strong business cases in. But I'm conscious of the fact that the government has limited amount of money to be able to spend, uh, given the circumstances we're in. And uh, we may have not got the whole amount that we wanted. But we did. So that's great. So let's just unpack it a little bit and maybe back up a bit. What are the Towns Deals funds and and how have we been involved in them? 
the the town's deal is a project it's part of the overall leveling up uh, projects that that people will have heard about probably on the news uh, it's it's designed by the government to try and make sure that the north of england fares better than it has done over the last few years and and whilst i don't want to get into the polit- political arguments about that what's important is that scarborough is is an area of deprivation there's there's a lot of um, quite wealthy parts of Scarborough and Whitby and Filey, but there are also some some areas of deprivation. So we were given um, the opportunity to be able to bid for a slice of money. And the government told us how much money was available about a year ago, 18 months ago, and it was a total of 37 million. And we were invited to bid for schemes within that. So we to put forward proposals. We did that through very broad com- consultations, conversations with the public, conversations with businesses, and we formed two groups. And again, you know, without getting too technical about towns deal boards, it was a group of people within each within Scarborough and within Whitby who care about these towns and wanted to make sure that we do our best with them. So I'm incredibly grateful to all those people who've been involved in that and the staff who worked tirelessly to get these schemes put together. And the results we heard on Monday, uh, we've, we've done incredibly well. And I think this is going to make a huge amount of difference to both Scarborough and Whitby. Before we um, look at some of the projects in detail, and we want to cover off West Pier today in Scarborough. In fact, uh, if we look out of this big room we're sitting in, we can actually see uh, West Pier from where we are. Um, you you talked about their collaboration and in involving residents, businesses and others and a, a kind of host of stakeholders, as we like to call them. Why do you think that collaborative approach to this was so important? It's always important. I think that uh, if you don't do that, then you run the risk of not taking people with you. Um, You also run the risk that some people will not like what you're doing, but that's fine, that's fair enough. Uh, Not everyone wants the same things. But I think if if you do the consultation and you do it fairly and honestly, and I believe that's what we have done, and we've done it with as many different interest groups as we can find, then you've you've taken a broad church of, of, of the views. And from that, we came up with proposals that we think will work for the West Pier. So for me, the, one of the first things we've got to think about is the fishing industry. The fishing industry, as everyone knows, is, is an intrinsic part of the harbour, and particularly the West Pier, which is mainly a working pier. And over the years, there's been uh, a lack of investment for a variety of reasons. I'm not blaming anyone, but there's been a lack of investment in the West Pier particularly, and people will have seen that, seen scaffolding on buildings, buildings not looking their best and so on. And the fishing industry have had a poor uh, facility down there. And what we want to do now is to make sure that we upgrade that to uh, a much more modern standard that, that meets the requirements of the fishing industry. But in addition to that, use some of the space which currently is not used by the fishing industry, to provide a more commercial feel to it. So we've a plan for a restaurant, we've a plan to replace the uh, existing shellfish stalls with some new, more modern ones, 
and we've got the support of the, the shellfish proprietors who, who are keen to move into those new facilities. We're going to put a new toilet block on there and get rid of those old toilets. And then that will allow us to, uh, to provide some facilities for residents and visitors, as well as enhancing the fishing industry's facilities. I think, Steve, just you were touching on West Pier there, which is, is really interesting. Um, and I know um, probably goes without saying there's been some sort of quite strong local voices, um, I think, who may be a little bit concerned about um, where they see existing operators and businesses um, in, in the future of the West Pier. There's this new vision, if you like. Um, are there any sort of reassurances you can give just as how important those existing businesses and operators are to our future vision of West Pier? Well, I, I've talked to people who, who have been, um, as you say, some of the, the voices that, that are, are unsure about what we're going to do and are concerned about it. And, and I do understand that. Uh, but I can give assurances and, I've, and I have given assurances. One of the things that I've been told is that uh, the fishing community were worried that because it appeared there maybe wasn't enough money initially to do this whole project, that their part of it would be left behind, that we'd concentrate on doing the commercial glossy things, if you like, and leave that till the last. Now, I've given an assurance, and I give it again, that, uh, that we will carry out the work that we said we will do, and we will provide the new fishing facilities before we remove the, the old ones. So that's, that's one assurance I can give. The other assurance is that we, we are not taking over the whole of the West Pier. We are simply using, reusing, some of the parts of the West Pier used for commercial or semi-commercial activities over, over a number of years. So we're not taking space away from the fishing industry, we're enhancing it. So I suppose what you're saying is, um, you know, we're looking at a future sort of regenerated West Pier where we do really value um, those existing businesses and operators and the part they will play um, alongside some, some new additions yeah. um, in the Ev future. Everyone will gain from this. I, I just do not see any losers with this. Uh, I think that I do understand people's worries. You know, whenever this change comes along, people worry uh, about how that will affect them and how it will affect others. Uh, but I think what we will do over the coming months as we move into the more to the towards the delivery phase of this project on West Pier, we will continue this engagement and we will we will try and answer those concerns honestly and fairly. I don't want the fishing industry uh, to to deteriorate. I think that. It's gone through a really bad patch over the last few years. It's stabilised. It, it seems to be being successful in certain key areas. And, and we want to do what we can to make sure that that continues. At the end of the day, people come to Scarborough, and one of the things they come here for is to go down on the seafront and see the boats in the harbour and see the fishermen offloading their catches yeah. and so on. So we... We, we would be foolish to want to see that disappear. Definitely, because it's an integral part of Scarborough, as you said, it's that that people really value and still want to see. It is, yeah, it is.
And just on that, I suppose, what would you say is different now to, I think we talked in the past that, you know, West Pier, I think in, in kind of my time being involved with, with the authority, um, you know, there's been sort of attempts in the past to do kind of partial regenerations that have never really sort of amounted to much in the past. And what would you say is the biggest difference now that, that you know, gives you the confidence that we can go ahead and really succeed with this regeneration project? Well, the West Pier is, is part of a wider blueprint for Scarborough. And, and there is a similar one for Whitby, and we're preparing one for Filey at the same time. So it's part of that wider blueprint. And my belief, and, and my belief when I became leader, was that we had to have a clear plan of how we wanted our borough to look in the future. Because we do need investment. We need, we, we've got a certain amount of money, which is a small amount. We've got a bit more now that we've got the 37 million. But we will be relying on external investment uh, over the coming years. And if investors don't understand what our big picture is, then they're less likely to want to invest. The difference this time is that we've got that big picture and we're seeing investors coming to our door now and saying, we've seen what you want to do. We want to be part of that. How can we help? How can we get involved? And the West Pier will be a good example of that partnership working. And we will see a range of things happening. And don't forget, part of this investment will help to pay for the facilities, the improved facilities for the fishing industry. So it's a win-win for everybody. Thanks, Steve. That's, um, you know, really useful just having that, that conversation about the, the bigger picture on West Pier. If you would like to know any more information about the Town Deal projects, um, particularly West Pier, you can get in touch with us using the information in the show notes. Before we move on, Steve, there's quite a lot of vocal, loud voices, although only one or two. What's your direct message to those, uh, and if I can politely call them naysayers? Mm. Well... As I said earlier, I I have no problem with people having different views about things. What what I would like to say to those people is that please look at what we're doing and look at it fairly and properly and stop spreading information which isn't true and, and actually join with us to make sure that what we're doing is right. It won't suit everybody in every aspect and I do understand that and some people have got concerns about things like car parking or, or as I said before uh, the, this, the, the way that we actually develop the scheme whether some bits get done before others etc but just just work with us on this this project is going to happen and the alternative is that the West Pier falls into more and more disrepair we cannot use this money from the town's fund for anything else. We have very strict criteria that we have to follow and the schemes that we have had approved will have to be followed through if we're to get the money. So if anybody wants to give the £5 million that is allocated to that back to the government and to lose it for this borough, then they're welcome to, do, welcome to say that, but I won't be joining with them.
Okay, let's move around the headland then slightly to North Bay. So if, if um, South Bay, West Pier, about fishing as you've outlined, North Bay is more about leisure and visitors. What's our vision for that? And I know we're in the process at the moment of developing the master plan, but what, what's kind of the overall thinking? Well, I think the first thing I'd want to say about the North Bay is it, it's gone through a period of uh, uncertainty for a number of years. And, and one of the biggest questions or comments I get in my mailbox is the North Bay used to be a, a lovely place um, and it's just fallen into disrepair. All we've done is knock things down. Well, I can tell you that whilst personally in my administration we, we haven't been knocking things down apart from the indoor pool in, in recent times, we, we have gone through a period of uncertainty. And whilst I don't want to get into the detail of why that's happened, I think what I can say is that we can now move forward. And before, before we move forward, I go back to the point I was making earlier, that unless you have a clear plan of what you want to do, it's very difficult because, as we've seen, everybody has a different view about how things should develop. So you need to structure that in some way. So having that blueprint element for the North Bay is important. So we set about drawing a line under what had happened before, saying we start from scratch again, let's see what we want to do with it. So the first thing we did was engage with the local ward councillors, who at the end of the day are the representatives of the local community. We met with them, we had a good really good strong session with them they had their views about things we we talked to them we listened to them and and of course we had views as well and from that we formulated a draft plan which is going back to those members uh, in the next couple of weeks then it will be shared more widely with the rest of the members of the council and then on with the public and and i can give you a sort of taster of what the direction that's going in I think the important thing is that everybody sees the North Bay as being a very natural, beautiful place. And what we don't want to do is change that. But it does have activity on it and it needs activity. And it's a great place for what I would call adventure activity. Um, you know, if you read the press, if you look at social media, if, if, you, if you watch what's going on in the world at the moment, uh, young people particularly, but not just young people, but uh, everybody, lots of people, uh, are all engaging in much more outdoor activity. So whether it's running, walking, cycling, adventure sports, uh, it's become really, really popular. And that's fantastic, uh, not only for Scarborough, but for the health of the people who are doing it. So we want to harness that area in order to be able to deliver those things. So I think we've come up with some exciting ideas for how we might deliver on keeping that natural beauty, but also giving opportunities for people to do the things that they enjoy doing, whether it's cycling, surfing, running, walking, climbing, you know, there's going to be all those kinds of things there, but in a very natural format so that it's not taking over, it's keeping the, the natural beauty of the area. And when we share that with people, I'm hoping people will see that as a really positive step. So out of those activities then, just to round things up, of, of, of whether it's surfing or climbing or walking, what's, what's your activity of choice as leader to, to relax of a weekend? <laughs> my, my, 
oh God, I don't relax on the weekend. I think about what I'm going to do next week to improve the mirror. I'm disappointed, Steve. I was hoping you were going to say surfing then. You know, just see you out on the catching the waves there. Well, yes, it's, it's the yes. vision of the of the wetsuit that was kind of in my mind. But anyway, let's not go there. Thank no, goodness, this is thank a podcast. You. Thank you, Andy. Um, yeah. it, 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 it's worth mentioning, though, isn't it? Because we're recording this in Mental Health Awareness Week, um, and obviously we know there's an intrinsic link between uh, physical activity Absolutely. getting out there that's very good for your wellness. So, uh, if anything, to finish off, we, we must scold you for spending too much time worrying about what you're doing next week. I think. Indeed. Yes. Um, well, when all those facilities are completed, uh, I'll have to buy myself a wetsuit and, uh, and, and at least be able to go out in the rain without getting wet, won't I? And there we go. We're going to keep into that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, we'll, we'll find, find a way of putting the pictures of that in the, in the show notes somewhere. OK, I think we'll bring it to a close for today. But Steve, thank you very much indeed for, for your time. Thank uh, you. Before we go, though, let's just quickly look ahead to next month's podcast. Uh, as we said at the beginning of this one, Steve is willing to take your questions as part of these podcasts. So visit scarborough.gov.uk forward slash podcast for full details on how to submit your queries. And we'll also discuss a master plan and investment for Filey and changes to local government coming down the line next year, which, of course, um, if you haven't heard already, we'll see all eight local councils in North Yorkshire scrapped and replaced with a single organisation. So we'll tell you what this will mean for you. In the meantime, thank you for listening. From Gabrielle. Thank you. Steve. Thank you. And from me, Andy, goodbye. For more news and information about the services we provide, visit scarborough.gov.uk.